Broadcasting from the heart of downtown Hollywood. This is SoFloRadio.com. Thank you, thank you, Hedy, thank you. It's not Hedy, it's Hedley, Hedley Lamar. The hell are you worried about? This is 1874. You'll be able to sue her. Good afternoon, everybody. I am Tony C. Welcome to the Groovathon. As always, joined live in the studio by my man, the master of production and engineering, Los Georges. There you go, buddy. Of course, every Groovathon centers around one thing, an attitude of gratitude. Hey, big shout out to Hedy Lamar. It's on ninth birthday today. It's Hedley. Hedley, Hedley. Cameras just that anything from Blazing Saddles. Is good to play. That's my there's that's kind of my philosophy on that one. Well, a lot of stuff went on this week. Lots of stuff to get to today. I'm finally able to watch Sports Center again. Now that they've gotten past all of the Kansas City Royals, you know, celebration and blah blah blah. They doubled the size of the city for their parade. I don't know what that says about Kansas City. That either it's a small city or where the surrounding area. Of course, at the exact same time, the University of Missouri. He's having a bit of a problem there. Uh, the head of the University of Missouri just stepped down because of uh, problems with the football team, saying that they weren't handling race relations well enough. Hey, whatever. It's all sports, baby. Lots of stuff to get to today. Hope everybody had a great week. Hope you're having a great day. So far, uh, so, so far, so good. So far, so far, so good. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not quite pay- yeah, so far. It's not quite Pesach yet. I picked up far. my Jewish calendar, as a matter of fact. Should I put it in the studio or leave it at home? No, 57.73, baby. Rock, rock the hizzy. Hashem in the hizzy, baby. Yeah, and I go put it in here. All kinds of stuff to get to. Um, you know, if you're on a diet, my personal recommendation is that tomorrow night you watch the Republican debate on Fox Business Channel. Fox Business Network. Record it. And then every time you're thinking about open up that fridge and stuff in your gullet, just turn that on. Boom. Hunger will go away. As a matter of fact, you'll probably throw up a little bit in your mouth. So it's kind of like Republican onset bulimia, I guess. We've got a bunch of other stuff, including, but not limited to, Ben Carson, who is now officially <laughs> the OG <laughs> DOC. And the boys get punked like a bitch by CNN, and might I add, deservedly so. You've really <laughs> he's got. He's very easy. He really is, you know. And now he's complaining. We'll get to that later on. Also, there seems to be a fundamental problem with uh, being a senator from a coal-producing state like West Virginia or Kentucky. Okay, because on the one hand, you've got citizens there who rely on the dirtiest way we can we can create energy. Nasty. On the other hand, there's no possible way those senators don't know that they're destroying the planet. So we'll get to that a little bit later because there's been a whole bunch of stuff that's going on recently. And I'm going to take the Fox. I'm going to use the Fox methodology here because there's some talk that the guy, I believe it's Blevin, who just yeah. won the uh, the Kentucky gubernatorial race. There's some talk that he uh, cheated by doing it. Now, do I know that? No. I'm simply telling you what other people are reporting, which is what Fox does. Okay? Yeah. And then I want you is to believe true? what I said that is coming vicariously from some, you know, online Nimrod or whatever. I took a quick peek at that just for fun and uh, 
you know, there's nothing I like more than really having absolutely no facts and yet denigrating Republicans nonetheless because, you know, I can do that. Because why not? Because Fox does it, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Of course, all of that I've got. Uh, what else we got? I've got a little bit more of the Rodney Dangerfield. I had that Rodney Dangerfield spot from Johnny Carson last week. I had a second grouping of that that I wanted to play. Didn't get around to it. Yeah, got it today. And, of course, all of that's going to be surrounded by two hours of the greatest, most diverse groove anywhere on the air. And I say that because on the way over here, I was listening to a brand new radio station here called, now I can't remember, 104.3. We have a new station. There is. They're the alternative. And I was like, well, every station's an alternative to the rest of them, you bozos. Spent an entire hour listening to music I'd never heard before. Okay. And it all sucked. None of it was new. <laughs> it's just recently recorded. Not one song, not one song during the course of an hour did I go, oh, wow, man, hey, there you go. They got something going there. Not one. Every single song was boring. Just boring. And it all sounded like people who were writing songs so that they could get picked up and then, you know, co- uh, licensed out. For okay. advertising. Like, like jingles. Everything sounded See, like Everything a jingle, yeah. sounded like they wanted it to be on the Today Show. Yeah. Every song. I, you know. Like a whole bunch of Foo Fighter clone things. Trust me, after about 35 minutes, it was all I could do to keep from driving my car head on into a barrier. Yeah. I had to turn it off. But you won't find that here, baby, because I got groove out the yin yang. Just past 2 o'clock in the only Hollywood that matters anymore. That means it's just past 9 o'clock in the Big Island. Aloha Kau. Just past 7 o'clock on that blessed plot, Lytham St. Anne's. And yeah, we've got some problems in Turkey these days. Celeste, stay safe. She's handling all my Eastern Bloc operations. You about ready to kick this show off? Ready. Grooveteers, saddle up and stick around. It's the Grooveton on SoFloRadio.com.
Love, love is the answer, John. Everyone's looking so. for love, deep love, a lifetime of deep love, you know. I'm looking for a shallow half hour, you know. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I start strong, but I peter right out. That's <laughs> what I Don't you have luck no, with I me? I never had luck with me. I'm no ladies' man. I know that, Johnny. Uh, uh, I never got girls. I was a kid in show business either, you know. Uh, one girl told me, come on over. There's nobody home. I went over. There was nobody home. <laughs> <laughs> and this girl was no bargain either. She was fat. Ooh. Fat, huh? Not when she wears high heels, she strikes oil, okay? She's not. I met her at the Macy's parade. She was wearing ropes. <laughs> I mean, fat. Well, she was on a Richard Simmons show jumping up and down. My TV fell off the stand. <laughs> but I'm talking a fat girl Big here, you know what I mean? Big, Big girl, you're kidding? She was standing alone. A cop told her to break it up, you know? <laughs> was fat and ugly. Ooh, she ugly. Ugly. How ugly? I took her to the beach. They asked me what I used for bait. <laughs> when I took her home, my mother put newspapers on the floor. Oh. I mean, ugly. I gave her a hickey. I got fur on my mouth. You...
remember, I'd like to return to the to the to the classic. Been a couple of more times. Please, your amateur night. It's showtime. It's one life to live. So live it the best you can. The world could use one less man. Not enough air, not enough car factories to manufacture new vehicles, sedans, and vans. When they do make the whip, you like your chips ain't right. By the time you could afford it, the car ain't important. In the streets, I'm in. It's just iron. Cops keep firing in my environment. Leaving a slump, then they drive home far from the hood. Brothers, they eager to jump on. I like to be the wall that they toast up on. I like to see them fall, guilty for doing wrong. I'm classic like the Air Ones, the hustler shoe. That's what I'm accustomed to. Yeah, classic. Live straight classic. I'm better than I ever been. Times, times, times. I'm everywhere, you never been. I'm better than I ever been. Classic. Live straight classic. I'm better than I ever been. Times, times. Of course, we have Blastmaster KRS One. How many y'all got criminal minded? You? Y'all don't be blinded, me, I got no jewels on my neck, why, I don't need them, I got your respect, KRS-One, 20 years I rock, I do it for JMJ and Scott LaRock, this hip-hop, and we's a nation, don't you wanna hear more KRS on your radio station, instead of broadcasting how we smoke the DMV on the radio, we need to hear more local MCs, will you rap, come on, will you rap, this is the difference between MC and the rap, Spit rhymes that are mostly illegal. Never spit rhymes to uplift their people. Peace, love, unity, having fun. These are the lyrics of KRS One. Classic. Live straight classic. Classic. I'm better than I ever been. Times, times, times. I'm everywhere. You never been. I'm better than I ever been. Classic. Live straight classic. Classic. Uh, there you go, baby. DJ Premier Classic from 2007. That's got some of the great ones on it. KRS-One, Rakim, Nas is on that. Anything with Rakim and KRS-One, I'm probably going to listen to at some point. And then an actual classic, Lynn Collins, Think, from Mama Feel Good. That's the best Lynn Collins right there. An absolute should own. Uh, she's got a bunch of terrific stuff. I've got some stuff from... from uh, 
Trying to remember, Vicki Anderson, I think, uh, next week along that line. Another just tremendous song before that. Rodney Dangerfield from his uh, 1983 appearance on Johnny Carson. Like I've said before, anytime you're not, you're a little blue, you feel a little down, go on to YouTube, click on Rodney Dangerfield, Johnny Carson, 10 minutes to pick you up right there. For that Asian Dub Foundation, that's a song called Memory War from uh, their original release in 2000 called Community Music. Fantastic stuff these guys are doing. It's it's all over the place. Um, it's, you know what? I always complain that new music isn't new. It's just recently recorded. Those guys are coming out with some new music and kicking off the set, the original Sin's Vanishing Point from 1993's The Afternoon Jam Session. Also, you know, at the top of the show after Blazing Saddles, an interesting band called Stoned Soul Picnic. And uh, the name of the song is called Erotic Cakes. It's from a 70s groove collection um, that I've got. I swear to God, that's what it's called, the 70s groove collection. But uh, I was doing some poking around. Stone Soul Picnic's actually a song from the Fifth Dimension. So they kind of stole that one much the way I stole Groovathon from Isaac Hayes. There's a song called Groovathon by Isaac Hayes. I did not know. When are we going to play that? I actually have it. I have it in the folder. I was going to play it a number of weeks ago, and then I found other stuff that I thought was even groovier. I know it's it's almost impossible to believe that a song called Groovathon wasn't groovy enough, but there you go. What can I say? So what did I, you know, without going into all the uh, the politics and stuff like that, and we'll get around a bit slapping Ben Carson and Nicole producing Senators later. Also, I am going to tell you why Bernie Sanders is wrong. And I'm going to give, Ooh. oh, yeah, I've got a homework assignment for the Grooveteers out there. I wanted to give a, a special shout-out yesterday to Mark and Nancy over at Cagney's. Every year, they do an annual uh, fundraiser. Uh, this is the uh, precursor for the uh, toy run uh, that is done by um, all the MCs down here and just regular people that, you know, are scooter, you know, they, they want to get on their bike and ride and put a teddy bear on front of it because it's for the kids and uh, Mark and Nancy and, and the uh, bike crew over there, these guys have really kind of committed themselves to Joe DiMaggio's Children's Hospital. That's where the money goes. When they when they do an event, that's where it goes. And you know what? It was a lot of live music, a lot of fun, indoor and outdoor. So shout out to Cagney's and Mark and Nancy for putting on a good event for a very good cause. Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital. Love that action. Lots and lots more groove. I've got a set coming up later. That I literally put together just because of my friend Paul Page, who in the last month has managed to play with, <laughs> with just the guy who was playing with Ian Hunter on tour with uh, Jay Giles. And he then after that, he had a really tough gig. This, you want to know what tough work is all about? Tough work is about going on a cruise and having to play bass for Darlene Love and Gary U.S. Bonds while you cruise to Curacao. I, brutal. Another day in the salt mines for my friend Paul. It's a, it's a tragedy, I say. A tragedy, dick, dick, ditch digging like that. But, <laughs> you know, that's where he's at. So he just got back, sent me a note. He was at the uh, the airport yesterday. I said, I'll put together a little set, the Paul Page special on that one. Because we love our friends in rock and roll. And if you have a show and you can't play your friend's music, well, then screw you, pal. Which reminds me, in the next set, I got music from some friends of mine. I got some sound liberation in the OCU, which is the original lyric on that. And then I, I had the original from these guys when they put out their four-song, like, EP, CD, whatever they call it these days, back in, like, 98, before I uh, shuffled off to Buffalo. Buffalo, of course, being Fort Lauderdale in this particular instance. 
So I've got uh, some new stuff from them. Little, what else? Fabulous Originals, Vice Barons. I got Steve Stevens. I got Frank and Bali coming up. What else do I have? I've got I've got a whole bunch more music. Poor Righteous Teachers. I got an interesting song from Sham Sixty Nine that I wasn't you know didn't even know that they had done until I had heard it by Atari Teenage Riot when they opened for Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, drop the names. In any event, we're going to kick off some more groove for you, and then I'm going to get back to smacking around people who deserve to be smacked around. Ben Carson. Yeah, if you're going to complain <laughs> about the questions that you're getting from MSNBC news commentators in a debate, how the fuck are you going to sit down with people that actually matter? Because they don't. Right. <laughs> you know? I just don't. They're not being fair to me. Ain't the world ain't fair, bitch. Go back to doing what you are absolutely great at. Being a surgeon, because from all intents, from what, for everything I've heard, right here, man yeah. was he was the man in there. He was the man. He was a brilliant surgeon. This is a brilliant surgeon. Everybody, I've never heard a bad uh, word right? about this guy in the operating theater. Please, uh, if you believe in God, that's what God wanted you. He to got do. sued for malpractice like six, eight times. Though. You know what? You can't be a doctor I, and I not get sued I, for I malpractice. Agree. Yeah, it's it's impossible. But we don't I, know. We don't know the details. I don't of that. know. I don't rate that. Stupid. I don't even. I don't pay attention to that. Until, you know, getting sued. We live in the I'm most still litigious. trying to reconcile he's a brilliant brain surgeon with what he says what on he's a saying daily basis. Because uh, normally somebody that says those kinds of things isn't brilliant enough to get a driver's license, much less a medical license. <laughs> We're going to smack him around a little while, but you know what? I got more groove for you. Stick around, baby, because uh, the groove, it just keeps on coming. Kicking this one off with a, with a really cool band. You know, I, I stumbled across these guys a couple of years ago. And really didn't pay attention to them that much. And I was running through a bunch of music that I had. And I was like, oh, you know what? That's some cool-ass shit. We kick off the next ad here on The Groove with Don with the Vice Barons on SoFloRadio.com.
Keith Richards was arrested last night at the Harbour Castle Hotel here in Toronto. He is being charged with possession of drugs. They had to wake me up to formally arrest me. And that took him about two hours to drag me out. Bam, bam. So it was like rosy cheeks and... Uh, he's awake. You are under arrest. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. I looked at the old lady and said, I've seen about seven years, babe.
Or is it known? Try to diss me He's the man with the devil's mom He's a bitchy Will be your last no, no show No education 24-7 on and on I need a cash soon My time was up there as it known Try to diss me He's the man with the devil's mom Will be your last no, no show Yo, it's getting dark But you forget the handshake in the park Don't want to feel your fate And extra five days for every hour that you laid With the payment me, pay me And you'll see what happens if you dismiss me I'll stuff your balls in your throat if you piss me off When my fist connects with me, face it won't be soft Paybacks and bits, this you don't know My information that you spent half of my money on blow I hope you enjoy sniffing all the dope Cause if you leave even a second I put a bullet in your back And I up your family in a row Bullets in the heads of the ones you love but know Where you gonna go, the police? Most of them suckers are on payroll, please Nothing left for you but to get down on your knees Like my Glock trigger big in its release What you wanna do is pay back your mom No one wants to fuck with the load shark I'm on your case, son 24-7 on and on I need a cash suit My time was up with the rising moon But try to miss me He's the man of the devil's arm He's a dead G Will be your last no shot I'm on your case, son 24-7 on and on Need a cash suit My time was up with the rising moon But try to miss me He's the man of the devil's arm He's a dead G Will be your last no, no shot I'm on the run from the gun of the lone shark Looking in the dark, parking lot Shadows make my heart stop At the life and a wager Said he do me a favor Sick behavior Now I'm rapping for a city Should I take him out? Flee to the south What am I thinking about? I heard it from word of mouth The shark is a slaughterhouse Duck around Corners, dream in the corner, find my body in pieces in a dumpster for Adidas. And I wear my sneakers from the dodging and running. Never can you know when the lone shark's coming as I peer over the rooftops in fear. Epiphany, a moment of clarity is here. I see the life that I once had, the respect of my friends. Wish of the days you thought would never end. There's only one way, won't get the satisfaction. I fall free from worry and I owe my last action. Fuck from the start in the jaws of the lone I'm shark. On 24 7 on and on. I need a cash suit. My time was up with the rising moon. Try to diss me. He's the man of the devil's mom. He's a fetching. Will be your last no. Shark, I'm on your case, son. 24 7 on and on. I need a cash suit. My time was up with the rising moon. Try to diss me. He's the man with the devil's mom. He's a best G. Will be your last no, no shark. shark. No, we ain't running no charity. My contract is spelled out with clarity. If your dumbass is high and you're on supply, you better get some wind, cause you're going to fly. Low shark, stealer of lives, breakers of hearts. You married to the low shark till death to us part. Low shark, give me a dollar, take my soul. You always pay the price of the low shark toll. It's cash and pull that's required. My guns are all loaded and fired. Here comes the flash. Don't you know that I'm tired of changing Cooked up fiends and lied And I'll pay you that much cash Swimming in despair A world without borders Caught in the current Of the Lone Shark waters In the hip-hop game We are the Lone Shark crew Sound liberation The legend continues When you keep some 24-7 on and on I need a cash suit My time was up the rising moon Try to diss me He's the man with the devil's mom He's a bed G Will be your last Lone Shark I'm on your case, son 24-7 on and on I need a cash suit My time was up the rising moon Try to diss me He's the man with the devil's mom He's a bed G Will be your last Lone Shark I'm on your case, son 24-7 on and on. I need a cash suit. My time was up with the rising moon. Try to diss me. He's the man of the devil's mom. He's a bad G. Will be your last no shot. I'm on your case, son. 24-7 on and on. Need a cash suit. My time was up with the rising moon. Try to diss me. He's the man of the devil's mom. He's a bad G. Will be your last no shot.
fabulous originals. It ain't fair, but it's fun. That is uh, from an interesting label uh, out of uh, England. It's called uh, Funk 45. That's actually the name of the record label. And that song was released in 2002. It's literally a 7-inch vinyl release. Um, It's now been put into a compilation of uh, some other songs that are very much like that. But name of the band, The Fabulous Originals. Before that, Gene Pritzker and the crew, Sound Liberation, the OCU. Yeah, baby, Lone Shark. (laughs) One of my favorites. I've got a whole bunch of stuff by them, and Gene was kind enough to send me all of the really good quality stuff. They, uh, you know, I had the originals, and now they've mastered it all, and it sounds terrific before that. Rolling Stone, Stray Cat Blues from Beggar's Banquet. On the heels of Keith Richards talking about being arrested in Toronto. Greatest line in that one is, it took him two hours to wake him up, and when he did, he leans over to his girlfriend and goes, I'll see you in seven years, honey. <laughs> you know, you gotta like it. At least he was, you know, he had his head on straight, such as it is. I woke up a bit rosy cheeks, and yeah. They tried to grab me out of bed, and I was like, <laughs> As always, like I say, every week we're gonna have to start wondering what kind of world we are going to leave Keith Richards. Kicking off the set, the Vice Barons Street Action from the same album, the album the same name, Street Action from 1995. Check those guys out there. They want to kick your teeth down your throat. Absolutely some of the coolest covers of albums. These guys have some great pictures for some of their promos. So, Ben Carson. I want to get back to this Looney Tunes schmucko. One of the things he said is that uh, the quote I like the most yeah, Obama didn't get this kind of scrutiny. Oh. <laughs> Thank there, you. There are still people uh, digging through his trash looking yeah. for his real birth certificate. Oh, you know. Today? Yeah, and, and the thing about people like Ben Carson and Donald Trump is that Donald Trump was prepared for this. Ben Carson wasn't, and that's what proves to me that he's actually kind of, outside of the operating theater, pretty much of a blithering dolt because he has no record to run on. He has no political record to run on whatsoever. So if you're going to be scrutinized, you're going to be scrutinized about what you say, your history. The whole point of Ben Carson's appeal, from what I can tell, and seriously, it's a stretch to tell, was that he's, you know, he pulled himself up by his bootstraps. He was born in Detroit and then moved to Baltimore. And, you know, he was a tough kid. He was a tough kid. Took out a hammer on his mother. First things first, all right? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't, I've done some pretty crappy stuff, but pull a hammer on my mom? I don't think so, but he's talking, you know, like I said, yo, boy, is gangster. I, I, I got a really bad mom, and I yeah. never pulled a hammer on her. Right, I mean. She, by the way, and she deserved it, and she had it coming on more than one occasion. You and can't I still, do that. I still. You're I not still allowed never. to hurt no. children. You're not allowed to hurt your mom unless she's Ladies. coming at you with a gun. But he's talking about stabbing right. people and what a bad guy he was. And it's interesting because this seems to be the only time when Republicans are thinking, yo, I wish my I wish my potential president was really more gangster. Yeah. Had been more gangster. You know? And apparently what's happening now it's told a bunch of bullshit. Sure. He was offered a full scholarship to West Point. You know what? That's gonna yeah, be real yeah. when he calls this stuff lies. He doesn't seem to understand he, that the He's it's a little there. crazy. He's a little crazy. He's not just lying. He's saying wackadoo. Oh yeah. The pyramids, pyramids were there for holding grain. The memes, grain, right? the memes yeah. that are coming up. Joseph. Now. Joseph built the pyramids to store grain from the oh, Bible yeah. store. Well, he did so while he was wearing his Technicolor dream coat, no doubt. No question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Along probably... him and Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah. 
There you go. You know, I understand that. Um, I'm really concerned right now that Ben Carson could go so wacko so fast that he could tarnish himself prior to Super Tuesday when he's going to get his ass whooped. And it's going to be so bad that he won't be able to do what he wants to do and what I think he's going to do, which is run for Senate someplace in yeah. 2018. I really, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm standing by that one. I'm standing by it. I'm standing by it. I'm standing by it. Ben Carson's not running for president, if for no other reason than he knows he has no chance. Looney Tunes, yeah. out of his mind. This is a guy who said that that the supplement, he was shilling for some supplement company, and they said, uh, yeah. he said it cured him of his pancreatic cancer. But he had the surgery anyway because he wanted to be a role model. I brought this up last week. Were you a role model for people that don't need surgery? Right. Like lemmings to the, to the sea of operating theaters, you know? I, I don't get it. and I don't, I don't understand I guess I guess for for you know the visceral voting segment of the Republican Party you know better the devil you know really doesn't apply anymore it's like the grass will always be greener someplace else sure. they want somebody with no experience Bill Maher brought this up he's like you really want a politician with no experience the same way you want a doctor with no experience I like, you know, I frankly, I'd like somebody who knows the lay of the land. And if he's going to bitch and moan, you know, about people digging into his past, then don't get into politics, punk. Uh, right? Have you, yeah. Do you not own a television? Have you not been watching every political it, race and it, social it's media show business. to play? Politics is a, a form of show business. Oh, and people, people are, I mean, it's a public thing. So people are going to talk about you and scrutinize you and, and, and dig up dirt. If you're a movie star, they do that. Absolutely. Yeah, and, in, yeah, and movie stars aren't writing our laws. They're not passing right. legislation. So, yeah, right. I'm going to dig into it. And when he says things like it doesn't matter, yeah, it does. What matters is that you lied in order to have people think that you're more yeah. impressive and, and by the as way, a turnaround than you actually if, were. If you lie about something stupid like that, that yeah, doesn't right, matter. What yeah. won't you lie about? I'd like, have been perfectly hey, fine. you know, I turned down West Point, too. Sure, yeah. I, you know, yeah, I, mean, I was going to be an astronaut, but then, uh, you know, I took a... I, I know one person <laughs> right now who is ready to kick Ben Carson's ass. It's my friend Neil Willis, who actually did graduate from West Point. Best right. car salesman I ever met. Seriously. Best car salesman I ever met. Neil Willis. Hey, he's right. Yeah. If you That's really like did graduate. Best three-card Monty dealer I ever met. That's what that sounds like to me. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's not because he really did graduate from West Point. And so if you graduate from West Point, you know, my hat off to you because that's, you know. And the thing about Ben Carson is I'm with you in this. Why would you lie about it? I would be perfectly. I would have Stupid. absolutely been very happy with, you know, within certain limits, obviously, if he had said, yeah, and I was raised well. I got very lucky, and my parents sent me to medical school, and I became a brilliant surgeon. Far out, baby. But what? You need this kind of gangster to doctor? The doctor is in, doctor and the doctor, the doctor get punk like a bitch by, he's, by unbelievable. He's doctor, not, that's he's not very sophisticated. That's D-O-C-T-A-H. Doctor. Doctor gangster. Doctor gangster. Yo. O-G-D-O-C in the hizzy. I don't know. Frankly, anybody who wants to vote for him or, or, or Donald Trump is literally 
It's it's a knee visceral. I hate everybody that's it's in there right bigotry, now. Bigotry, big. I'm just a bigot, and these are the most bigoted people I can find. I'm voting for them. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's the whitest black guy I've ever seen. Well, they they like that kind of thing. Sure, because, because it, it, yeah, it, it makes them feel. You know, I know there's, people who are black. There's I have mo- friends who listen. Are black. If you if you're willing to be a sellout, th- there's money to be made. Fill in the blank, Condoleezza. A- any anybody, anybody. You know, it's willing to sell out. Uh, you know their own ethnic group. You yeah, we're gonna. A, you can have, get a job on Fox News. We're gonna have some fun next week on two things. One of which is gonna be the brand new George Herbert Walker Bush uh, biography that came out, where he basically calls, you know, Rumsfeld what he is—a warmonger and profiteer. Yeah. So that should be interesting. And you know, that poor, poor Jeb, poor Jeb, poor Bobby, poor I little Bubba. I know. All right, enough about the... It should have been him all along. It's going to be him. You know, you can say anything you want. Six months from now, he's going to be the candidate. He'll be the candidate. Oh, yeah! Winning by default. Literally, that's what's going (laughs) to happen. Because the rest of the guys, at some point or another, are going to show themselves to be, you know, blithering, drooling, Thorazine-laden schmuckwads who know nothing about... Domestic policy, foreign policy, economic policy, healthcare policy, gun policy, abortion policy. You know, I'm surprised he. I'm surprised Ben Carson hasn't tried to uh, suck up to the gun. You know, the whole gun group yet. You I'm know, sure he checked off the noticed. abortion, the anti-abortion yeah. blo- box. That sure. one's got a big check in it. So, what's next for the single issue Republican voters? Let's move to the gun box. Mm-hmm. That's that's going to be next. That, that'll be his next thing. He's already he's already spoken about how you know every life. You know, give Chris Christie credit for one thing. He said, you know what? If every life matters, then the life in the womb matters. So does the 16-year-old junkie in jail. Her life matters, too. So, Christie, yeah, I think you're a fat fuck. Yeah, he is. On the other hand, you got that one right, pal. He got that one right. He nailed it. I saw the speech. It's now been viewed millions of times, and it should be viewed millions of times. Because he's right. This one, he's absolutely... If you're going to be pro-life, be pro Life. All life. But yeah. my problem is the same as yours. These people are pro-life until it's born. Then they don't give a fuck. Because they're, they're not pro-life. They're, they're warmongers. They're, they're gun nuts. Right, yeah. They're, they're, so they're not pro-life. They're anti-women's rights. That's what they are. <laughs> right, all of them. Yeah, the Republicans. All, the sex for procreation You know as party. well as I do. As well as I do. That if men were the ones that got pregnant, abortion would be drive-thru. legal, paid for by the government, and available at the drive-thru window. Oh, absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. You think yeah. there's a proliferation of pot shops? Forget that. Abortion house call. Like every corner. Doctor abortion house call paid for by the government. You know, the it would at be home in the, abortion it would clinic. Be in the Constitution. Yeah, at home it'll be like you know yeah. pregnancy test. You know, at home abortion. Test. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Enough so. about these assholes and assholes. They are Ben Carson. I'll debate you anytime on any issue relevant to the majority of American people. And trust me when I say this. You ever take me up on it? There won't be much of you left when I'm done. Just one freaking neurosurgeon. A foot into his new occupational grave, weeping into the, into the palms of his hands and what he and his vote and his comments hath wrought. That having been said, it's time for me, right in the middle of the show, get some take care to people to take care of me. You know who I'm talking about, Precision Auto Works, Pompano Beach, Florida, 954-247-9362. Dave Tracy, the SAE certified crew, bumper to bumper. If you got a car and there's something wrong with it, go there. Whatever it is, I don't care what it is. The light's not coming on. This is going on too much. It doesn't sound right. If something doesn't even sound right in your car, 
Okay, I lowered the window on my my car, and it was like a squeaking sound. I'm like, ah, gotta bring it to Dave. Gotta bring it. It squeaks when I lower it. It's like after a rain, and then it dries out, and you get that sky. Mm. It's annoying the piss out of me. That really is just annoying. It's, I can't take it anymore. I can't can't deal with it. Pompano Beach, Florida, just off Copens Road there, 954-247-9362. Precision Auto Works, Pompano Beach, Florida. It's the place where people who love their cars take their cars. You know what that means. Time for the drive group of the day. Put together a set of a whole bunch of stuff. Normally, I actually throw in some bluegrass because I'm a massive bluegrass fan, and those bluegrass guys are absolutely shredders. But, yeah, I got another shredding Steve today, of course, Steve Stevens. Some interesting stuff that... Uh, he did with Terry Bozio and Tony Levin. They put out a series of albums. Uh, the track I'm playing, it's, gonna call it, it's called Spiral from uh, Situation Dangerous. They've got about two or three albums out. And I swear to God, I was listening to just this. I listened to like bits and pieces of, of each of them. And then, you know, I was like, oh, I like that song. And that was the end of it. But I thought to myself, if this is what big hair bands had sounded like in the 70s and early 80s, I'd have listened to them. <laughs> but... They didn't. They sounded like Cinderella and Motley Crue, and I'm just not listening to you. Ah! <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, thank you. No, but I got a bunch of stuff. Also, some interesting stuff from uh, Wyndham Hill, some Santana, Frank and Bali, and finishing it off with the master of the Flying V guitar. It's the drive groove of the day, though. Kicking off with Steve Stevens here on SoFloRadio.com.
tell you about my baby He's every man's dream She could be the fallout in a girly magazine I got the satisfied Susan I got the satisfied Susan I got the satisfied Susan Susie so satisfies me Sort of Ronnie Mack, that is Satisfy Susie from his album Strike Like Lightning. That came out in 1985. Ronnie Mack, really the master of the Flying V guitar, and that album was produced by Stevie Ray Vaughan. And if you listen to that particular song, you'll catch the Stevie Ray Vaughan guitar solo on that because nobody sounds like Stevie Ray Vaughan except Stevie Ray Vaughan. And when that album came out in July of uh, 85, I was working at Tower Records and on. Lonnie Mack did an in-store at the 4th Street Tower Records. I was working at the 66th Street, and I had been promoting the album. I got it end rack space, if you remember racks back in the uh, record. Yeah. record. You know, you had the rows, and then there were the... Right when you walked down the aisle, they would put, like, the new stuff, stuff they really yes, wanted to promote. Yes, yes. And so what I did is I talked 
the head rock buyer at the time into giving him some end space, some end rack space. And he did a an in-store at the 4th Street store and was kind, and it heard that I was promoting the album at the Uptown store. And he sent a messenger with a copy, an autographed copy of the album uh, up to the 66th Street store to give to me. He like, hired a messenger just to bring that up with a little note in there that said, you're on the guest list for the 7.30 show at the Lone Star. Don't miss it. Okay. So I go to my manager. I was supposed to work until midnight. I said, take a look at this note. He goes, go. So I do. And as it turns out, this was on a Wednesday or Thursday during the week, and it was the warm-up for Live Aid. And if anybody here has ever been to the original Lone Star, uh, I'm literally, if you're standing in front of the stage, I'm as far away from the stage as I am from you right okay. now. And on that stage, jamming with them were Keith Richards and Ron Wood. Uh, Bob Dylan also showed up so they could do their rehearsal, because Live Aid was three days later. And... Some of the other people that decided to pop in, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, who else was there? Paul Simon, Mick Jagger, Adrian Ballou was there, you know, and it was the first time Lonnie Mack had played live in years and years and years. So that's one of those shows that I'm awful glad that I got to go to. I mean, you know, just it's, it's never going to be recreated, and I feel very blessed to have seen that. Before that, 44 seconds of Frank Gambale shredding it up on a song called Do It To It. Before that, Santana, Gumbo. This is one of the great things about YouTube. That is from a concert from 1970 from Tanglewood. And it's basically the same lineup you had at Woodstock, except without Neil Schoen. But Michael Shreve's still on drums. Chupita Arreya's still doing... Um, Chupita and Mongo Santa Maria, I believe, were on this. Both of them were doing um, the uh, percussion... Uh, along with, you know, 15 drummers. I mean, Santana has like five percussion guys at every show. Before that, Russ Freeman doing a song called Larry's World. That is from a uh, an album called Wood and Steel. And that came out right around, I guess, about 1998. And the reason I remember that date, you know, the year that came out is because I, I was on the Wyndham Hill promotional mailing list. And Wood and Steel was originally, um, it was basically... All these guys who play Taylor guitars. Taylor is a maker of very, very high-end acoustic guitars. And so what they did is they got a whole bunch of people um, who were known for other styles of music and had them all write stuff and play it just acoustically. And now there's, I believe, at least two more versions of that. So that's from Wood and Steel 1. But there's now Wood and Steel 2 and 3. And I, I would imagine if Windham Hill's still around, they're still all on the Windham Hill label. Kicking it off... Steve Stevens, yeah. I never run out of shredding Steve's, guys. Steve Stevens, Terry Bozio, Tony Levin. Song called Spiral from Situation Dangerous. I was just talking, uh, George, over here about how good a flamenco guitar player Steve Stevens is. And if you're interested in hearing the breadth of this guy's uh, talent, go ahead and get an album called Flamenco Ogogo by Steve Stevens. Um, I'm pretty sure I played a song from that um, in the first couple of weeks, a song called Letter to a Memory. And a fantastic, fantastic stuff. Okay. Here we go. You ready? I'm ready. You're ready. The energy thing, yeah. Okay, we've got a couple of things. First things first, there was an election in Kentucky. And who won it? It was a guy named Blevin, I believe. Did teabagger Matt Bevin, Bevin, B-E-V-I-N, <laughs> cheat in Kentucky gubernatorial win? Evidence suggests so. Hey, I'm just telling you what somebody else is reporting. This isn't me. 
Okay, this is the Fox methodology. That's how they get to put this shit out there. By sure, the they don't make a statement. They ask a question. Is it true? Oh, they don't even do that. that. Anthony Coleman it's is even, a butt plug. They yeah. do even better than that. The idea of now that we have, you know, everybody has their own blog and their own, you know, every douchebag, oh, yeah. every douchebag's got his own online radio show at this point. I That's mean, for right. God's everyone's sake, everyone's a DJ, everyone's a blogger, everyone. So what they do is they find the most outrageous thing and say, well, we can't confirm this, but it's being reported that it's being, you know, yes, by so us. It's being the, interesting by thing, us. the interesting thing about uh, why they're claiming that Bevin may have cheated is because the down ticket and by down ticket, when you vote uh, in a gubernatorial presidential race, the down ticket races are all of the other people in that party for lesser things. So in this case, you would be talking about attorney general or okay. comptroller, state comptroller, something like that. Those guys got far fewer votes than he did. But more importantly, on the Democratic side, the down ticket candidates on the Democratic ticket got way more votes than the gov than the guy running for governor on the ticket, and that's never happened before. Okay, it's never happened before. Normally, the most votes per party go to the top of the ticket, and then the further on down ticket you go, the less and less people seem to give a shit because they haven't heard of them. It's not that big a race, you know. You get down a dog catcher at some point or another, right. and I don't know if you, uh, you know. Different states have different ways where you can just literally punch the entire Democratic thing and it'll ring the whole thing up. I don't know if they still do that. Um, but this ties into an article that I was reading. It says, Republicans capitalize on anti-Obama fervor in coal country. They're concerned about coal miners. Oh, are they now? Yeah. Okay. Here's what I have to say to coal <laughs> which miners. Is, which is You're funny. all decent people. You're working hard. You can smell the lint. Is that from uh, from yeah. land, the Silence of the Lamb? Can't you smell the lint? Did your, did your dad stink of coal? Yes. Okay. And I know that that is some brutal ass work. There's no way around it. These are people with families. They're hardworking Americans, blah, blah, blah. And I wish them no ill will. Problem is, they happen to be in an industry that's fucking up the rest of the world. And congressmen from those states, I understand it. They're, their districts are already gerrymandered, they have yeah. to cater. To mine Pa Kettle. You know, Pa Kettle goes down to mines and Ma Kettle is cooking up the stew at the local restaurant. And, and I understand it. But as a senator, you're now supposed to be concerned with stuff that is bigger picture. You, you know, you go more macro than you would as a congressman because you can't gerrymander the freaking state. Although, Lord knows, some people have tried. Um, you know, you get those things, how the shit, how the states got their shapes and the division of all that stuff. It's pretty mm. interesting stuff. So they're now complaining. They're voting against their own self-interest yeah. in Kentucky yeah. because this is a guy who said, I'm going to stand up for coal and simultaneously I'm going to get rid of Obamacare, which is doing great in Kentucky. Yeah. It's doing really, really yeah. well. So the three or 400,000 people that are going to go off those roll off the Obamacare rolls, if he... Uh, takes it away. I'm just going to assume they're not coal miners because if they are, cough up that lung, baby. Just cough it right up. It, it, it's ironic because the coal the coal miners were um, among the factory workers and the teamsters during the labor wars. They were instrumental in changing the labor laws. Absolutely, and so make they, one. They know, you know very well, uh, you know, uh, 
what side of the bread the uh, the butter is on, and 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 to see them, um, you know, being swayed by the by this rhetoric is really well. It's it's also this is this is a reenactment uh, in coal country of you know what I've been talking about in Kansas. What's the matter with Kansas? These people constantly vote against their own self interest because they've been convinced that their self interest shouldn't be their self interest. They should be right. a different self interest. You need to be concerned about a guy who's going to take away your livelihood. Hey, how about we replace all the work, all the people who dig in the coal mines with people who build, um, I don't know, solar panels? Yeah. Now, that would be nice. You know? Right, that thing's great. The other story that this ties into that I was reading the New York Times, ExxonMobil investigated for possible climate change lies by New York Attorney General. No. I know. I'm shocked. Shocked to discover there was gambling going on in this establishment. Um... What ExxonMobil and what the coal companies, there's another company as well, I wrote it down here. It's the largest coal producer. Uh, shit. I can't remember what the name of it is. But um, the largest coal producer, um, it was discovered after the New York Attorney General opened up this investigation. Basically, what he's doing is he's saying that ExxonMobil duped its investors by saying that the climate change was not real, and therefore they didn't uh, let their investors know what the possible financial consequences of climate change being real could be. So they just said it wasn't real. And so now this is basically fraudulent, you know, it's investment, you know, they're committing fraud on the investors. And you're, you know, and we're not just talking, you know, Joe Schmo who buys, you know, 50 shares of Exxon. We're talking about institutional investors. And if you've got a 401k, guess what? You got lied to by ExxonMobil. And what was brought out in this that nobody had been, hadn't been made public yet was that the largest, here it is, it's Peabody Energy. Peabody Energy okay. is the largest coal producer in the United States of America. Guess what? Unbeknownst to us, there's been a two-year investigation going in, going on about them. And there's a great line in here. I wrote it down somewhere. It said... Peabody Energy um, are under investigation, and they said that we continue to work with the New York Attorney General's Attorney General's office regarding our disclosures, which have evolved over the years. Their disclosures have evolved over the years, which is legalese for we're doing everything we legally can to hide what we knew then and what we know now. That's what that really means. Their disclosures have evolved. Either you disclose something. Right. Or you don't. (laughs) They're, you know, and every single one of these people, these are the people that scream the loudest, you know, that that global warming is a myth. I'm outside right right now here in Fort Lauderdale every day in November. Every we are on the 9th of November Mm -hmm. for the first previous eight days of November this year. We have broken a record here in Fort Lauderdale for the highest low temperature of the day. In other words, the temperature never got below 78 or 77. Right now, it's I don't know what it is outside. Hot. Like yeah. a motherfucker. That's how. That's what it is outside. Forget about the fact that it's 85 degrees. That's in the shade. <laughs> All right? And yeah. as I look outside... I'm going to look it up. I'm looking out. I'm looking outside right now, and there's a cloud in the damn sky. Nope. Yeah. So when you're standing on that sun, try 95. That's what it feels like. Every day so far... We have broken a record for the highest low temperature. And these people just continue to lie to their investors, lie to the public. And guess what happens? Okay? People in Kentucky and West Virginia believe them. Oh, yeah. Because they want to continue, 
You know, and I understand it. I get it. You got to earn a living. Um, you know, you're not going to hear an argument out of me on that. God bless. Okay. 85 out there. 85 right now. I got that. I yeah, nailed yeah, it. Yeah, I nailed yeah. it. I fucking nailed it. Yeah. Where's the feels like temperature? Pop that puppy yeah, up. Yeah. Feels like, feels like hell. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. It's 40 degrees in Montana right now. So well, that was, it. I'll <laughs> tell you, that was one of those things. There were a couple of days I was in New York where it was like 40 and 40 after coming, after being here where it was 80 and 80. Like mm. everything in my body dried up, you know, to the point where it was just, it was, it was like a death march. So, you know, I was actually glad to come back and feel humidity. And then I was, and then, then I was here for a, for a second day. And I, at which point I started complaining about it again. You're right, though. You don't like warm weather. Move someplace else. Yeah, you know. But they don't have pond hockey. They don't have no pond hockey, man. <laughs> exactly. And look, you know, I suffered through this. On the other hand, in January, I'm getting yeah. in 18 holes. That's with my how uncle. I feel. We suffered through the summer. I earned the winter. I earned living here in the winter, all you Tourons. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. Now, I'm with you on that. So pay attention to this. Pay attention to what's going on with the Attorney General of New York um, investigating ExxonMobil and Peabody Energy <clears throat> because these are two of the largest energy companies on the planet, and they're lying to you. They're lying to their investors, they're lying to the American public, and they're doing it because they're greedy assholes. And what's worse is that these are the super-duper-duper duper rich people that can afford, that pay lobbyists to our politicians to continue to perpetrate the lie. How is it yep. possible that you can be an elected official making $174,000 a year, might I add, for only working about 100 and some odd days? It's like these guys, it's like the flipping yeah. of everybody else. They only work weekends. I think they right. work Monday through. I think they only really work Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursdays. Like those are the only days when Congress is actually in session, unless they have like a budget battle or a right. debt ceiling battle or a closed down Planned Parenthood battle or whatever, whatever crock of crap the Republicans are trying to fight against in order to suck the kneecaps of cognitive, you know, cognitively dissonant voters. Right, that's what they're trying to do out there. In any event, I hate them. I hate them all. All right. Sorry, if you live in West Virginia and you're pissed off because we're anti-coal, guess what? It's not me. Sorry, it's no, everybody no, else no, in the world. Personal, uh, you know, the rest of us who want to breathe the air and not have exactly. acid and, rain. And, and you know what the problem is? We're the freaking Saudi Arabia of coal. We are the Saudi yeah. Arabia of coal. We're never running out. And it, I'll tell you something, though. I just read, you know, coal used to be 50% of our energy. That was 50% of what mm. created electricity. That's down to about 37%, and that's only in the last, like, 10 years. So I, I try not to chastise as much anymore and try and embrace the fact that we are, in fact, coming to the party late, but coming to the party nonetheless. Yeah. Okay, that we are going, we need to get off that shit, okay? If for no other reason than... Even Saudi Arabia is going to run out of oil, and we will run out of coal. That day will come, okay? Maybe not today, not tomorrow, may not be in our kids' generation. But at some point or another, somebody's going to turn around 100 years from now and go, what the fuck were those people thinking? Why didn't they do it? They knew it back then. Why didn't they do anything? Well, because we're a bunch of greedy assholes. That's right. Yeah, we're greedy assholes. Hey, you know what, though? Greed. Yeah. Cannot circumvent uh, groove. You know, I'm going to be a grandfather, and uh, people said, "What are you going to say when you know your grandchild, great grandchild, you know, asks you?" I'm going to say, 
Jimmy cracked corn. <laughs> and we didn't go. We don't care. We don't care. <laughs> Jimmy does crack and yeah, he don't care. Yeah, because, uh, hey, look at the bird. Hey, look at the bird. Right, yeah. Look, squirrel. fuck you. That's why. Good yeah. luck cleaning it up. Really? Yeah, fuck yeah. you. That's why. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm absolutely convinced that the, the, the science, the, the global warming deniers are the kind of people who have already recognized the fact that we're so far gone with what we've done to this planet that by the time we run out of shit, the planet will be uninhabitable anyway. So yeah. what's the difference? Why not? We're already... It's like they, they, they're under the impression we're past the point of no return. Yeah. Okay? That point at okay. which it is easier to follow all the way through than it is to turn back and try and start the beginning again. They have convinced the American public that we have crossed that line. And we haven't. That's bullshit. Right. Okay, so that having been said, let me get to things that actually make me happy. A friend of mine, Paul Page, who also worked at Tower with me in 1985, is a uh, bass player. He plays bass for everybody. And when I say everybody, I mean everybody. This is a guy who's played bass for Chuck Berry, Bo Diddley. When I first met him, he was playing James, playing bass for Tommy James and Shandells and Martha Reeves, I believe. He has played bass for every oldies band ever that's on tour right now. He'll play like five, six bands a night during one of those big shows. But he's normally the bass player for Ian Hunter's Rant Band. And he's also in another band that now has new material called the Sydney Green Street Band. For all you Casablanca fans out there. And Paul recently got off of a tour. He was touring with Ian Hunter. And they were opening for Jay Giles. Who were doing like their 35th anniversary tour. And they did a number of dates. So he went on to that tour. And then he, you know, he got off that. And I didn't get a chance to see him in New York. We were obsessed with the Mets and... The whole thing, we were just obsessed. And Paul, big Mets fan like me, don't cry. Don't cry. We've still got the four starting pitchers and Zach Wheeler's coming back. So pitchers and catchers report in February, bitches, and we're going to be there. That's right. Just had to bring that up. I I can't. I. I, uh. So Paul then had a really tough assignment, as I said earlier. He had to go on this cruise and play bass for Darlene Love and then for Gary U.S. Bonds on a cruise to Curacao. It sucks. Salt mines. Forget about the coal workers. Okay? They've got it easy compared to what my friend Paul had to suffer through. Suffer! But with that in mind, I put together a little set with the Jay Giles Band, Gary U.S. Bonds, Darlene Love, and Ian Hunter. And I found, and Paul, you're just going to love this one, baby, because I found live stuff from Ian Hunter from New York from last year, and there's a tie-in. At the very beginning, he tells a little story, and I included the story because it's an Ian Hunter story that's kind of fun. There's a little bit of a story before it, and there's a tie-in between that and something I'm going to play later on. And he mentions the name, and it's very cool, and I just couldn't help my freaking self. But we're kicking it off with literally from one of the great live albums ever recorded, Jay Giles' band, Full House. Once again, there are should-owns and there are must-owns. You must own Full House by the Jay Giles Band, or your com- or your collection is not completed. There's like, you know, they always rate the ten greatest live albums. Yeah, Frampton comes alive, live at Fillmore East, blah blah blah. This makes my top ten. This is rock and roll, baby, and it is done proper. And at the very beginning of it, all right, Peter Wolf tells you exactly why. Get ready for the Jay Giles Band on the Groovathon on SoFlowRadio.com. Oh, my God. 
should be here. Yeah, they've all got the stories you can't wait to tell. my life for no one else. I keep my mind wide open to what you gotta say. Lord, I ain't always right, but I know when you're wrong. Cause I've been doing it too doggone long. You can say it if you wanna, but it's still my doggone song. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Can't teach an old dog new tricks.
jam band. You know what? I've got so much stuff by them. But that actually wasn't even the song I wanted to play. Not that it's a bad song. It's all the way to Memphis. You know, I mean, it's Ian Hunter. How bad can it freaking be? That actually is from, I believe, Charlotte, North Carolina was that live show. Huh? The one I had that I wanted to play was the All-American Boy, which is live from Pleasantville. Uh, New York from last year, and Paul does a very, very good bass solo on that. A little touch of the Carol K in there. He had a t- touch, that mm, little Carol K sound. You can't go wrong with that. But Ian Hunter is telling the story about how in 1975 he lived in Upper Westchester, uh, which is where the Pleasantville Music Festival is. He's like, yeah, I lived right across the Tappan Zee Bridge. Down here we pronounce it Wachete. <laughs> it's right next to Suiwori. Suiwori. But um, he said that people used to come over and jam with him, one of whom was Jocko Pastorius. And I was like, oh, that's perfect, because I got a great Jocko song to finish off the show. So that worked out well, except for the fact that I, you know, put the wrong song in the file. On the other hand... Let's go back. On the other hand, you know what? It's Ian Hunter all the way from Memphis. Who cares? It's great. It's live. Rock on, Paul. You know, I've spoken about all the other things, but for next week, I think I need people to do a little bit of homework. Bernie Sanders brought a uh, bill to the floor. I wrote this down somewhere. Uh, it's a bill in the Senate to rescind all federal penalties for growing and having weed. I'm against this. Really? Yeah. Boy. Oh, yeah. Not only am I against it, but next week I'm going to convince everybody listening to the show why they should be too. And right. Bill Maher spoke about this because Ohio voted down their uh, legalized marijuana thing, and there's a reason for it. The What Ohio wanted to do was to make it so that only certain people could grow. Monsanto as oh. a for real. Oh. Oh. You start getting the tobacco companies and big pharmaceutical the companies. The tobacco companies have been poised for They're years. Right. They have the labeling. They have ah, the packages. They have the fields plotted. Next week. They and have the marketing campaigns. They have names. Nothing. Names for the pro- everything is ready. It's ready, ready to, to it's go. It's been ready for years, but yeah, we're going to talk about that next week because that is a very big discussion yeah. to talk about. And I am going to convince everybody listening to the show why legalizing marijuana on a federal level across right. the board bad. Okay, bad. All right, I'm going to be poised. Trust me, if you know me. You're sitting at home right now going, he's full of shit, man. He's just tugging on my lariat. You like the way I go back to the, I go back to Blazing Saddles on that? Yes. Tugging on my lariat? I get it. I'm full circling, y'all. Couple of more songs to play. I'm actually going to have to trim the sails just a bit, but that just means I've got overflow groove for this week and ready-made groove for next week because you just can't have enough groove. I was going through um, a folder of some 60s garage stuff. Why? Because I love that crap, and it came across a fantastic, Record by the Zachary Thax. They've got, I don't know how many, just storming good tunes. This is, uh, I think, 66 through 69 was when these guys were really producing most of their music. But I found a couple of songs from these guys, and this one kicks you right in the teeth. We're going to play a few more songs. I'm going to get the hell out of here. But remember, study up, take a look at the Bernie Sanders bill that was brought before the Senate, and see if you can, in the next week, figure out why it would be bad. For the United States of America, okay, to completely legalize pot or and or pretty much put it on the same level as alcohol. That's what most people say. Right. Alcohol is, you know, so much worse. Yeah, that doesn't mean pot's good. It just means it's not as bad as alcohol. There's a hint for you right there, folks. Okay. And if you think the tobacco companies are ready to grow, 
Try and think of one other group of people that is even in yeah. a better position to take advantage of this. Dot, 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 dot. There you go. Scratch your chinny, chin, chin. Let that one ramble around mm-hmm. up there. Just put it on your radar yeah. screen because next week I'm smacking you around, folks. But for right now, Zachary Dak's going to smack you around with Bad Girl on the Grooveton on SoFloRadio.com.
69. If the kids are united, that came out in 1978. I remember hearing that song for the very first time. I'd gone back to Dublin, Ireland to go visit a friend of mine, and that song had just came out. And then I never heard it again until like the 90s when I went and saw the Wu Tang Clan, and they had a band opening for them called Atari Teenage Riot. And if you've never heard of ATR, Atari Teenage Riot, these are some whacked out dudes, man. They were, I think they're from someplace in here, from Germany, I think. And uh, they toured with a whole bunch of them. I think the Beastie Boys brought them over, like, you know, in uh, 96, they, they, uh, when the Beastie Boys came out with Grand Royale, their, their label. 
they put Atari Teenage Riot on their label and brought them over here and shoved them out on tour with a bunch of other people. Um, and I got to see them with the Wu-Tang Clan. They, and they do a version of the kids uh, are united. So, But that's the original version by Sham69. Before that, one of my favorite little ditties from Full Metal Jacket. You know, how can you shoot women and children? Well, it's easy. You just don't lead them so much. Which I always thought was good. Anybody who is running is a VC, and anybody standing still is a well-disciplined VC. So there you go. A little Kubrick for your for your afternoon there. Kicking off the set, The Zachary Facts Bad Girl from 1968. I've got three different versions of that, and I found the one that actually had the kind of quality the Grooveteers deserve. We went through we went through three versions. Yeah, we found one. We were like, "Hey, that one's good." And so, from what I gather, in today's show, there will be no replacements. We got everyone right this week, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay. This is this is a proud moment for me. Okay. Please, God, don't let my final song with Jaco Pastorius, John Schofield, and Ken Denard <laughs> sound like it's underwater. This is my great fear now that I will have pulled off the entire show, and then the last song is going to be like. It's going to sound like that Because the last song I've got is Jaco Pastorius, John Schofield, and Kenwood Denard Doing The Chicken And the reason, you know The uh, Ian Hunter song I was going to play Had a mention of Jaco, so I thought it was a nice time But I screwed that up in as much as I didn't play the right Ian Hunter song Like there's a wrong one <laughs> Yeah Hey, guess what Fantastic show Don't forget, study up on Uh Federal I'm Bernie, Bernie Sanders. Also, I've got coming up next week. I just got it. I just got the link. Brand new, hot off the presses. It's you know hot off the press. When I say hot off the presses, not even available for for release yet. Brand new run, sunshine. I am very excited about this. So I am going to be playing some of that stuff. That's the 16th is next Monday. The CD hits the hits the stands, hits the computer, hits the whatever. Going to hit you in the face on the 20th. Also, I just got a note from my man, Alon Portnoy, out of Kansas City. Uh, he played with the Fuzz Tones and the Headless Horsemen. His brand new band, The Wasmen, they are now in the studio. He just finished his drum and guitar track. So the minute that stuff is mastered, you know the Groovathon is going to be the first to play that. I know that I will get copies of that before anybody because Alon's my man. He knows I love to play that stuff. I'm going to play it all day long. It is so easy for me to play my friend's music because... They produce great music. Right? Gene Pritzker and Sound Liberation. Those guys. The, I've got about 10 songs by those guys. And every every time I'm like, hey, why don't I play some Sound Liberation? I literally put it on random. I click play. And whatever the first song that comes on, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's great. Play. I don't even have to listen to the rest of it anymore. I literally play that. I'm like, okay, great. And I put that in another file. Now I've got eight left over. And I know whatever the first song I play from that file is going to be great for the next time. Sound Liberation, baby. Check out some of that stuff. If you haven't heard them, they've got a bunch of dynamite stuff. Unfortunately, one of the members passed away recently. But the stuff that they've recorded over the years from the old neighborhood, baby. You know, I mean, I'm still on my New York kick. That's my. I'm still kind of yeah. I'm still coming. There. I'm still, still coming jet lagging down. a little bit. <laughs> I'm New York lagging. You know, I tried to explain to somebody that when I go up there, it takes me a day to get into speed. Otherwise, I'll just get yeah. brought upon. For right now, though, I'm going to be saying goodbye. But for the last song today. It's called The Chicken, and it's Jocko Pastorius, can't go wrong with Jocko, John Schofield, an American treasure as far as I'm concerned, absolutely an American treasure, and Kenwood Denard, 
one of the great studio jazz drummers, basically, for the last 30 years, 40 years, I don't know what it was, for, for, for a long, long time. Look, when John Schofield and Jaco Pastores go, hey, you want to sit in on us, with, you know, play drums with us? Everybody says yes. Nobody says no to, to those guys, and he certainly didn't. The song is called The Chicken, and the sound that John Schofield and Jaco Pastores get is unmistakable. They, they sound only like them. Nobody else sounds like these guys, and they're together on this. And just some of my favorite stuff. I found a whole bunch of stuff by these guys. I've got an entire folder full of it, so I have a feeling there will be some more. I found some great stuff. I may replace the uh, Grant Green Jan Jan background music that we're listening to right now. I think I've got some Jocko and John uh, to do for background music in the coming weeks. So that should be uh, certainly some interesting stuff. I got the Poor Righteous Teachers. I was going to be playing them this week, but you know what? I got some for next week. In any event, for myself and the man Los Georges over there, making sure this show went off without a hitch. As always, Groove of Tears, it's Aloha. Peace. Good night, Mom.